Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Discuss All Monsters. And today, finally, we are going to be talking about War of the Gargantuas. And who is here with me today to be the the Gyra to my Sandra? <laughs> I don't know if I like that comparison that much. I don't know, I don't know if I want to be the Gyra. Maybe I'm the Gyra, <laughs> and then you're the Sando. Yeah, but uh, uh, hey, it's Nikki. It's me. Every week, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I'm I'm here yes. every time. Absolutely. So yes, today we're going to be talking about War of the Gargantuas, a really big movie in the echelon of all these Toho movies that we've been doing. It's kind of the uh, one of the final rungs on the ladder of like the insane chronology of like Toho and Frankenstein. You know, right. we got so many different movies out of this bizarre thing that happened. And this is kind of one of the last ones as far as I can remember. I mean, I think there is King Kong Escapes, which is tangentially related to that. Uh, but yeah, th I think that this is kind of the the capstone of that. And it's kind of a weird evolutionary dead end of Toho because there'd be no more frankenstein or frankenstein's monster related things from this point forward uh in japan because in germany they're always going ape shit <laughs> with those weird fucking frankenstein titles <laughs> but you know it, it's justified here so why don't we get into some of the alternate titles where this movie is known from across the world it's frankenstein's monsters sanda versus gyra in japan uh, War of the Gargantuas is the English title. Monster Giant Sanda is the 8mm Japanese title. Uh, Frankenstein Duel of the Giants, which is the Germany title. So again, like, right. there you go. They were in their element yeah, that right. time. The War of the Monsters. Oh, okay, France. France. You could have been a bit more inventive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a little yeah, generic Not getting Nave Refford uh, on that but one. Then, but then Italy has... Katanga. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is or where it comes from. Katango is the name of the movie in Italy. And in the Netherlands, it's Katango's War. What? Th did they just like <laughs> do like different like naming schemes for like different letters? Like there's Matongo, Tatongo, Dadongo. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah, fucking Badongo, Badonka, the like, 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 like they just keep going. <laughs> yeah, it is weirdly it's close like a game to of Matango. telephone. Yeah, so it, it's it's bizarre. I don't know what the fuck Italy is doing, and I didn't feel like looking it up. So whatever, <laughs> you're, you're just gonna have to live with that mystery. Uh, <laughs> Duel of the Monsters is the Polish one. Okay, and then uh, Battle of the Giants, Kong and King is the Israeli one. <laughs> so. Kong and King? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, this is King and this is Kong. And we're, and we're both... <laughs> yeah, who's who? Is that? I can't... Yeah, I, you know, One of them's green, one of them's brown. Uh, I don't... Yeah. 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 I mean, okay, so... This movie's a big one, and I've obviously been hyping it up... Yeah. ...for a while on the podcast, and, you know, I have some bias towards it, like I said. I, I love this movie, and I have Sonda as my avatar and the the album art for discuss on monsters so clearly i have right. some affection for this movie nikki what are your first impressions on this movie okay so uh yeah i i don't have any personal history my uh, and so so my impressions going in were definitely i kind of had high expectations uh because you personally kind of set them for me because yeah uh even whenever we were like planning out this show like the very first planning stages of the show and stuff uh i think part of the reason why we decided to do more than just godzilla was because white was like we have to what talk about war of the gargantuas so we have to figure out an yeah. excuse <laughs> to make us to make it to where it, it, it's, it's reasonable for us to just go on this detour and talk about war of the gargantuas and uh, I'm very thankful for that because we watched some really weird movies and mm -hmm. uh, particularly the two Frankenstein movies are a high watermark for this, yeah, uh, for, for this podcast. Frankenstein conquers the world fucking rips. And we talked about yep. that in our episode on that. 
And this movie similarly fucking rips. It's so good. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it, it was, I, I'm, I'm just astonished by it. Honestly. Yeah. It was one of those things where like, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. If I've been hyping it up too much, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Gonna suck ass. <laughs> because like, in the opposite direction, we've been hyping up Godzilla vs. Sea Monster or Ebira Horror of the Deep. Right. As like, man, this sucks. And then we watch it and we're like, this rules. What the hell? Right, yeah. Um, and then this, I was like, oh, fuck. What if it's the opposite? But no, I'm very glad to say both Frankenstein movies are excellent. And I think you really cannot have one without the other. They're like a perfect duo. And in a way, they're kind of like the same movie. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, this is like almost like a weird like AU of Frankenstein mm-hmm. Conquers the World, uh, more than it is like like a like a proper sequel. You know. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, and I would say that you can't have them with one without the others because they both have standout moments and they both have like things that one the the other one doesn't have. Right. You know? While there's a lot more preamble to Frankenstein's rampage in Frankenstein conquers the world. Uh, you know, there's far more of an emotional attachment between Sanda and Gyra as monsters before their final battle. So like, yeah. there's a bigger emotional impact than like Frankenstein just fights Baragon. who is just some guy who shows up and starts right. and eating chickens and shit, you know, and he's cool. Like I love Baragon. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I love him. Um, He's adorable, even though he's a murderous beast. Uh, but but Gyra is a fucking monster. Like he's he's horrific. Like that's one thing that's always kind of stuck with me is how even though both Gargantuas look pretty much the same, you can immediately tell this is the evil one, and then this is the good one because like yeah, well Sanda looks kind of like monstrous. He has a kind of like uh, dopey, goofy like gentleness to him right and then gyra is like a fucking oni with yeah. like a melting like fish face and everything um yeah so i i, I love this movie um I, I i kind of love that uh, uh i guess we'll, we'll get into this more whenever we actually talk about the movie but i kind of love that it's not just a name only though like something i've really come away from both of these movies with is that uh uh thematically these are both like tragedies yeah. in the way that Frankenstein is like uh, uh, they are actually both like in their very own weird ass ways, actually like faithful Frankenstein movies, like in terms of of getting across the feel and the kind of uh, uh, and, and the mm-hmm. moral weight of, of Frankenstein. Yeah. And uh, if you want to know, like, why I have such a an affection for the movie uh, without giving too much away, it's basically because like I'm just really fascinated with the idea of like this, like the idea of monsters being things that are natural to the world and need to be respected rather than something that like is a horrible monster that needs to be defeated. So I like the fact that there are humans that are yeah. very pro Sanda. And that Sanda is a kind, like, non-violent beast that's just living in the mountains and just doing his own thing and not causing any trouble. The only reason that he helps Gyra is because he sees him as a finally a companion, somebody that's like him. You know, <laughs> again, maybe I'm getting a little bit too ahead because we're, like, right in the right. intro here. But, like, th- yeah. there's just so much emotional potential for that kind of movie. And, like... Again, you know, yeah, we're gonna keep talking about fucking Ultraman because it's about it's the time when like Ultra Q came out, but that's kind of like <laughs> really what set that apart is that there is sympathy for the monster, um, more so than there had been. Where like there there was an amount of sympathy for monsters in like the 30s and 40s, but then after World War II, all of them were like, you know, them. You have all the giant fucking ants. You know, there's no sympathy for those or like right. you have a uh, war of the worlds where it's like the evil invaders that want to come and destroy your way of life. Uh, you know? Yeah. And Godzilla itself is like an angry, like monster that's fucking up Japan because it's pissed at Japan and the Japanese people, 
you know, for that time, yeah. it was a like a, a thing that they welcomed in a way. Whereas, like, as we go on, it has become clear that the people making these movies and the audiences around them have grown attached to the monsters in such a way that they don't want to see just constant ceaseless violence and like bloodshed at the monster's behalf. They want to see what if there was somebody greater yeah. than us that wanted to protect us instead of just destroy us. Yeah. So that in a nutshell is basically why I have a huge affinity for this movie. Uh, I watched it, you know, not at a young age, like a lot of the other ones, but like when I was probably like, Entering my 20s was probably the first time that I watched it. Uh, and that was around the time I was getting really into TV tokusatsu, like Kamen Rider and uh, Super Sentai and everything. Right. So, yeah, it just really struck a chord with me because there is, I don't know, it's its something that like you still kind of rarely see today. Uh, and I'm glad that it kind of lives up to yeah. my mental image of what the movie is. So. <laughs> yeah yeah it totally does it's 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 fantastic so, yeah, that's uh that's that's that on our intro so why don't we get into some of the that good old-fashioned trivia there's i didn't write too much about it because i kind of just want to talk about the movie um so but there is some pretty there is some stuff that i wrote down that i think is interesting uh first of all you know this is this is meant to be a sequel to Frankenstein Conquers the World or Frankenstein versus Baragon, which I don't think anybody watching the Japanese one will be confused by, but there is some elements that aren't contiguous with it. Like uh, the lady who is, yeah, who Sanda is like friendly towards is played by the same lady who Frankenstein in the previous movie was friendly towards, but is not the same person. So, so that, that's, yeah, that's happened the same two character. times yeah. now. <laughs> Because in because in Mothra vs Godzilla there was a lady <laughs> who was like a photographer and was like you know wanted worked at like right. a news publication and then in Ghidorah the Three Headed Monster that same actress played basically the same character and the movie is basically a follow up to that because they mention like oh well the other Mothra died on his way back to fucking his home planet you know uh, and then yeah. You know, like there, there is continuation <laughs> there, but then like they have characters that are basically the same characters, but not really. There's another white guy that isn't, yeah, the guy from the previous movie. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I, just, I think that that's pretty interesting. Uh, I like that. That's a weird thing that keeps happening because Toho has like twelve actors maximum that they keep cycling through. So, yeah. Um, right. You have. The premise was actually based <laughs> on an old Japanese story called Umihiko Yamahiko, which is a sea boy or mountain boy. Uh, it's a story about how there was a boy in the mountain right. who was diligent and just like minding his own business and everything. And then he had a brother who was always, a, he was a fisherman at sea. And then they decided to switch places. Uh, the mountain boy lost a fish hook and threw a very convoluted sequence of events got the grace of a god to help him get the fish hook back and gave it to his brother and then was rewarded for that with fertile land and then the sea brother got really pissed because you know he didn't have any of that shit so then he tried to use the power of the gods to fight back against his brother who had been rewarded by them uh and then it ended up causing everything to get fucked up and then you know, so it's it is it's kind of related in that right. you have like a brother that is someone who is trying to do the right thing and be kind, and and his brother who is unreasonably punitive and also like overly aggressive and everything. Uh, so there's a, a bit there. Obviously, the story is absolutely right. nothing like that. Uh, <laughs> it's just thematically very similar. It also bears some similarity to the red Oni, blue Oni, uh, where you have these two things that look like Oni, and one is like violent and aggressive, and then one is more gentle and calm. So yeah, it has a lot of it has a lot of its roots in old yeah. Japanese folklore. That's probably another reason why 
I love it because I love that shit. I like that Godzilla looks like an Oni. I like that. I like when they're able to take yeah. their folklore and put it into like a palatable lens for everybody around the world to watch because that's it's just interesting to share culture like that. Here, let me take a drink of my water yeah. here real quick. The movie, at first it was called The Frankenstein Brothers. Then it was called Strife of Frankenstein. Then it was called The Duel of Frankenstein before being announced to be named The Two Frankensteins. And then it was finally named at launch or at release. Not launch, it's not a video game. Uh, <laughs> Frankenstein's Monsters. <Sandra laughs> So it, it had a very strange history of different names, but they're all basically the same thing. You know, they're all like they, they had the premise of like, there's fucking yeah. two of them and they're going to be fighting. They got that down pat immediately. Uh, and then they just had to work out what a cool title was. And, you know, Frankenstein monsters, Sonda versus Gyra. That's a cool. That's a cool name. But. I would be remiss to not mention that I think War of the Gargantuas is, is a cooler and more evocative name, in my opinion. It's one of the few times I actually like the English title yeah. more. Uh, it feels more mythic in that way. And yeah, I mean, and this movie kind of has a mythic presence to it. It's not just me being a fanboy. It has a lot of uh, love throughout the general tokusatsu fan base as well as like actual film people love this fucking movie uh including of course Guillermo del toro who you know is a a huge, yeah. huge proponent of like <laughs> sympathetic monster stories you know he was touched by sanda and wanted to make movies about like yeah wh what if a monster just wanted to help us instead of screw us over uh, and you know, eventually we get the shape of water. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and great movie. Not great movie. look. There's a, a lot of people are like, "Who? That's the movie where the fucking fish guy and they have sex." It's like, look, there's more to that fucking movie than that. Okay, <laughs> if that's all you, if that's all you can glean from the movie, you know, come on. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. It's yeah, so good. It. Uh, but yeah, the, Come the on. film had such be, long, be, be mature. Like, huge Come on, reach be an adult. That not only influenced Watch a lot of Japanese movie. culture, uh, like there is an episode of Pat Labor that is a not only a huge parody of the original Godzilla, down to like borrowing scenes directly from it, but the monster in it that is a parody of Godzilla looks exactly like Sanda or Gyra. Well, it's supposed to be like Sanda because it is a kind monster, but it looks like Gyra because it's from the sea and it's right. Funny. So, you know, whatever. They mix it up. It's fine, though. Uh, and then even in Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, right. there's a fucking episode <laughs> that's about the War of the Gargantuas. And I remember like that blowing my mind because last year, people, uh, or longer than that, actually, uh, a while ago, October 2019, I made a video about Scooby-Doo Mystery <laughs> By the time you hear channel, it, yeah. And I watched through a lot of the episodes. Uh, and I was like floored when I got to that one. I was like, what the fuck? How did I not remember that this was? <laughs> so I was very happy. It's like, it's not like, a, <laughs> oh, I'm reaching. Yeah. It's definitely not a reference to War of the Gargantuas. Uh, it is straight up. It's like the humongazoids or something like that, you know, and there's a brown one and a green one. Uh, there's also uh, War of the Gargantua's reference right. in the universe, but I won't get too much into that because we got to talk about the movie now. So this episode, we're not going to be very like, we're not going to go on a linear path, basically. You know, we're not going to do that that thing. I just want to be a little bit more general from now on because feel like that just makes the discussion better so. yeah yeah so uh uh i guess to to mm -hmm. kind of begin with the uh the movie though uh this does kind of break yeah. from the past three in that uh <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't start completely insane it just starts very well <laughs> so 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 it, it's it's not it's not so much a mark of like uh attention grabbing but more yeah. of just craft where it's like, no, yeah, it, it starts off in a really cool, exciting way where mm -hmm. uh, uh, 
There's this guy like <laughs> like driving on on a fucking giant like boat and stuff as you do in one of these movies and stuff and you know that the boat is the kind of it's like the yeah. <laughs> being on a boat is like one of the top three worst places yeah. you can be in a Toho movie. It seems. Yeah. Uh, you just never want to be on a boat ever and stuff because <laughs> something's gonna fucking happen. It's either gonna be a giant fucking storm. Yeah. There's gonna be a fucking lobster pinching you, or, or there's a or there's gonna be a fucking squid. Yeah. And uh, uh, the squid fucking attacks this guy. And I was like, holy shit, a fucking squid! <laughs> it's like, 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 uh, uh. Which is uh, which is hilariously the second time I've said that during one of these movies. The first time being King Kong versus Godzilla. If you remember, where I went, holy fuck, it's a fucking squid. <laughs> if you remember, they originally wanted the ending. Like oh the, no, the you're US right. The ending of Frankenstein Conquers the World was a giant fucking octopus just shows up yeah. and pulls Frankenstein uh, into the sea and kills him. Yeah. So it's like they were I, really I, hung up on this goddamn octopus yeah. thing. I wonder. I wonder if Honda was like kind of just like paying a bit of like lip service to that. And was just like, yeah, I'll give you your fucking octopus. All <laughs> yeah, right, but, here we'll, we'll start the movie with an octopus, and he gets his ass whooped. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it immediately gets his ass whooped by by uh, Gyra. Uh, uh, so I was like pretty elated watching this movie and being like, wow, two minutes in, monster already here. All yeah. right, so so uh, uh, this definitely smokes the shit out of fucking Gorath and uh, Atragon. <laughs> uh on the where is the monster scale because uh, here it is <laughs> uh um but uh man th- th- that whole like intro scene is like really good yeah. like uh uh there's there's good suspense to it uh it's really exciting and stuff you you kind of you're kind of just like oh man i hope this guy gets out of this and he does and then like once you're once you see just how like on his just how just like disturbed he is by what happened and by like uh, him like having to see like all of his like crewmates just get fucking ferociously murdered by Gyra, yeah. who after beating up that that uh that octopus immediately turns around like you think oh man this is the good guy and stuff because you th- mm-hmm. you hear so much about this movie having a good monster and a bad monster and stuff and then like it's like oh man all right so he saves someone and then he turns around and it's like oh no and then he starts rocking the boat back and forth <laughs> in a terrifying like if I was on that boat I would be shitting my pants yeah. Uh, (laughs) i think that it's interesting uh, that like i don't know like in other movies like ebira doesn't seem to like i don't know okay he does eat a couple people you know kebab and castive um right mystery science theater Uh, (laughs) but like (laughs) the the fact that a monster like eating somebody is so rare that it's like horrible like thinking about it yeah usually they just generally cause destruction and you know then you have baragon who's like eating farm animals but like very beginning of the movie you have it very clear that like oh this monster fucking ate like a whole crew of people and this guy is like traumatized it reminds me of rodan uh where yeah main character is like traumatized and like you know he can't remember what happened and then is like he sees a bird hatch from an egg. He's like, oh, fuck. That reminds me of the time this gigantic bird hatched from a gigantic <laughs> egg. <laughs> that was fucked up. And then the giant bird starts fucking stuff up. So, yeah, like, it's immediately, like, it starts very quickly. And it starts immediately, like, putting the pressure on with the scientists who are essentially the same as they were in the last movie. But they are different people. Uh, and they're like, no, look, the Frankenstein that we were taking care of, he was fucking chill. Uh, and you see Sonda as a baby. Yeah. Very adorable. Very adorable. Gotta say. Uh, uh, yeah, he, he looks like, he looks like, what's that fucking movie? Is it Gooby? Uh, the fucking, <laughs> uh, with like the little bear, with like the bear guy that's yeah. like, uh, uh, that only this one kid can see. It's like some terrible movie. <laughs> yeah. He yes, looks like right. he looks he looks like Gooby. He, like, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was I was cackling. I, I loved it. I loved this. I loved young Santa. It's so good. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like that, you know, and through pretty much the whole movie, the characters are very understanding and graceful towards Sanda. They're not it's not as much like they were for the most part towards Frankenstein in the previous movie. But there was like a lot of back and forth of like, 
what if this guy is dangerous? Maybe we should kill him. Uh, whereas yeah. this is like very like, no, he isn't doing anything. He didn't, he would not cause any harm. We know this monster. He didn't do any of this. It must be another explanation. Right. Um, and the movie, the movie is very anti-military uh, for being a one of these movies where like, you know, AG rubs his hands and he's like, time to break out the toys. Oh man. The fucking 25 minutes of uh, army explosion scenes. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very negative towards it because like they have all of the people in the military are just like, well, orders are orders. We got to just fucking kill both of them. Right. And they're like, no, not only is that not morally correct, but it'll also screw everybody over. Cause yeah. you'll blow them up and it'll ter- they'll turn into more. And we can get more Gyras because of this. And we'll all fucking die. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of love uh, some of the interesting like choices of portrayal in this movie. Something I picked up on in my notes is uh, that the press are like constantly like portrayed as like like uh, as like a swarm of locusts and stuff like almost mm-hmm. like, where, where they just like are constantly just like there's just 50 of them in a room and they're just constantly like 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 badgering people and stuff all the time like it's like they're never oh no they're never they're never shown as like reasonable and stuff i'm not really saying that like the movie has all that much to say about the press it's just a very interesting like intentional way of uh of 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 portraying them uh that that's interesting in the the military uh the military is also interesting because uh yeah like for everything you just said and then also the uh uh like the kind of excited way that they talk about having new and innovative ways to kill these monsters like yeah. like there's 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 this there's like one moment where a guy's like oh man we could we could we could uh blow him up with napalm and like completely just like evaporate like like just just uh kill all the oxygen in the air and suffocate their cells and you're just like jesus christ and then and then like they invent <laughs> like the 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 maser tanks which i think this is their first mm-hmm. appearance i think they appear in other movies yep uh as yeah, well they, they yeah do. and they're I remember, like, my first experience with seeing the Mazer is in, uh, not Tokyo SOS, but the one before that. Yeah. Godzilla against Mechagodzilla, the Millennium Mm. Mechagodzilla movie. They have, like, some stock footage of, like, uh, because that movie is a sequel to the first Godzilla and some of the Showa movies. (laughs) Okay. But none of the Godzilla Showa movies. Right. So it's assumed that, like, Godzilla died in the past there is another separate godzilla uh and they're like all right this one's fucking shit up we have the skeleton of the old godzilla and we built mecha godzilla around it uh, and they show footage of like how they dealt with other monsters right and they show using like a heat ray on mothra i believe and then using a um using the maser on sanda and gyra right. later in the movie so i was like oh Wow, so that movie is in continuity with this? That's yeah. cool. So yeah, basically basically Sun and Gaira do not appear ever again in any movie, but they are in stock footage. <laughs> right. And they are in some of they are they are in some of the Toho like TV tokusatsu. Mm. Like Zone Fighter or Godzilla Monster Island or green man <laughs> maybe <think>. yeah so <laughs> well, well well i mean know. this movie has its maybe. this movie has its own green man uh <laughs> oh shit yeah you're right uh, uh <laughs> as a brown man too speaking of that green man and stuff just kind of not to jump around too much but uh what do you think of that suit man yeah but b- b- both of them awesome. like yeah but uh uh <laughs> Yes, Sanda and Gaira look fucking Yeah, hot. Like, they're so I love good. Their suits so much. And I love how I don't know, I like the humanoid factor to them. They keep like the best parts of Frankenstein while mixing them with the best parts of Right, Godzilla, yeah. You know, basically. They're some of my favorite monster designs ever because it's just like big hairy ape men. And that's cool. You know, who doesn't yeah. like that? Yeah, it's it's like uh 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 yeah, I don't know. There, there's like parts of Bigfoot. There's parts of uh, uh, of you know, like an ape. You know, uh, like oh no, there's just there's just so much going on with it and stuff. For for how simple of a suit it is, uh, and it's so like, 
Oh no, it feels so refreshing. Uh, 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 and I guess in a different way from Frankenstein Conquers the World, where it's just a guy in like a loincloth yeah. or whatever. Uh, but uh, it's so refreshing to see a monster suit and, see, and to be able to see the guys like actually like run like properly mm -hmm. in it, and then just like kind of so. Oh no, so the the the, uh, the miniature scenes with like the big sound stages and stuff, uh, they kind of almost have like a different, a very slightly different effect than usual with the monster yeah. scenes and stuff uh, where it almost feels a bit more stagey, but not in a way that takes away from the movie, but just in a way that, yeah. I don't know, it just it has a different feel. In 15 seconds, what is Nice Games Club? It's our game dev podcast. Steven, help! Game mechanics, accessibility, art and animation, level design, prototyping. Everything that goes into making video games. How's that, Mark? Nice. Listen to Nice Games Club wherever you get your podcasts or at nicegames.club. Retrograde Amnesia is a comprehensive podcast about classic Japanese RPGs. Each season, we cover a single game, chapter by chapter, beat by beat. Season one covers Xenogears. Season two covers Chrono Cross. Each episode, we play a section of the game and unpack the story, mechanics, music, and themes. Also, our post-production AI companion, the FakeNet, fills us in on the finer details we may have missed. Initializing FakeNet. Yes. They need me for everything. Find Retrograde Amnesia at greenlitpodcasts.com. really really impressed me yeah in this movie. same uh, how do you yeah the is the mazer like... the mazer is a fucking fantastic prop the uh there's a scene with like trees where like they're they're like mm. following uh gyra and uh uh or they're following one of them <laughs> and and it's just like cutting through the trees and like uh, uh as well as like like the monster himself like just knocking him over and shit and it's it's a really impressive scene just like thinking about how they would have rigged all that up yeah and uh the the fight you know God. in the city yeah is like, so like it's the best in a city fight that has happened so far it's so know, it's like, so knocked it's so knocked down drag out like it's so fucking yeah. gritty and so like like it's like fuck man they're actually fighting and stuff like yeah you would have thought that the fucking other knocking each other into buildings you would have thought that 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 Sanda's suit actor would have done something to Haruo Nakajima and he just like fucking <laughs> he just went crazy and stuff like <laughs> he's just yeah, it is very it's just, very aggressive yeah and just it's taking very, it like... out on <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a, a it's. Yeah, the effects are just incredible. The suits are awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, the even the like digital effects with the uh Mazer are really really cool, you know. It, it's not just like a beam of energy. It's like a Tesla coil like electric thing. Yeah. shooting towards them. Uh And in general, I like that they there's a lot of like physical damage to them. Uh, throughout the movie yeah like yeah. they get fucking fucked up yeah <laughs> by, by the end like gyra has like so many spots over his body that are like gouged out and bloody yeah. and like sanda's like bleeding from the skull they're just like it's it's like the end of the saiyan arc in dragon ball they are just right. like supremely fucked up <laughs> by the end of this fight yeah it, it, it yeah the degradation of guy of gyra's suit uh, in this movie is is pretty impressive uh like mm. even immediately after the mazer scene and stuff uh the uh, uh to back up a bit 
I love the the different scenes of Gyra like terrorizing civilians. Like uh I think probably my favorite is that like small like little beachside village like fishing with a net and then like the like they're doing the heave ho thing and then immediately and then like all of a sudden it starts pulling them and they're like uh oh. and then, and then Gyra is like <laughs> oh fuck you guys and stuff and then like uh 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 then he terrorizes an airport and that probably has like the most horrifying like people eating scene and stuff where yeah. where it's, where he just reaches in and just like and, and uh yeah. uh and I think also it's added on for us I think specifically by the fact that so many of these movies have that King Kong DNA where you see a monster mm. pick up a lady or just I mean, you're just any person, but mostly a lady. Come on. Yeah. And uh, they, they just look at the lady and they're like, you know, marveled by her in some way or something like even like even Godzilla does it a bit. And everywhere we're like the, the, the lady's like yeah. in front of him and he's just like kind of sitting there and he's like, uh, mm. I don't know, like almost entranced or whatever. Uh, but in this yeah. in this movie, the guy will like really cuts the bullshit and then just eats her and, and spits out the the bouquet of flowers. And I was like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> that was like, it's like you're shit. fucking kidding me. Um, and then uh, uh, I, I thought it was I thought the uh, the the uh, guy being weak to light was a really interesting touch too. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, w- which I think like um kind of made for some really awesome settings like whenever they're like okay everybody turn off your lights or everybody turn on your lights so like there there's you know scenes like where it's in like a fully lit city and stuff and then like towards the end of the movie and stuff it's like everyone has to turn off their lights because now it doesn't even like work so now whenever you turn on your lights you're just telling them hey free food here you know so so everyone turns off their lights so then it sets up the ending fight being in a completely turned off like powered off city uh, which is cool yeah. as shit. Um, but I do want to touch on and say, and, and say that, uh, I love the, the, the scene of the lady singing so much, uh, in this movie. Yeah. Uh, one, the song is fucking weird. Like, it's like a weird, like beach yeah. <laughs> jazz song. Um, and the, the 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 like vocal like melody is completely bewildering. Uh I think it's cool as shit, but I'm also someone that likes really yeah, weird yeah. avant-garde. I listen to the Evergrace soundtrack yeah. just kind of yeah. like just for fun. <laughs> so like I'm not I'm not really a great authority yeah. on how good the song is, but I thought it was cool as shit. Um and uh I found out Devo covered it. Like the song from this oh, really? movie, like they're fans, like apparently the, like they're one of them or all of them are fans of this movie and they covered the song from this movie. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> there you go. And, uh, <laughs> that's so, Devo yeah. has found his way, not his, <laughs> they have found their way into every aspect of my life basically yeah. because like, so, so many Nickelodeon songs or shows are like composed by Mike Mothersbog and like right. Mark Mothersbog, my bad. Um, it's just like, it's so weird how constant, how much of a constant Devo is yeah. in my life. Uh, Devo, Devo's awesome. So, uh, is, yeah. but, uh, uh, yeah. uh, apparently it's like a rare recording though, but like th- there is evidence that it happened, but apparently it was at some live set that not many people have like the recording of, but, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just love this scene and I love, I, I love just the random, like, I, I, I love how Gyra shows up. And then everyone fucking freaks out. And then there's like mm. a bit of a moment of like, oh, he's right yeah. behind me, isn't he? And so <laughs> then he like picks her up. Yeah. Uh, it's great. I don't know. I, I, I just love the like first act yeah. of this movie. Uh, there's such a there's such a cool like push pull going on with the uh, the scientists and them trying to be like, no, mm. this isn't our guy. You got the wrong guy and stuff. But uh, uh, but but it's so hard to disprove that whenever Guy Rose is being such a bastard. Yeah, and then when Sonda shows up, yeah. he helps Gyra because he doesn't understand the whole situation. Again, it's like this is the only other thing in the world that's like me, right. and yeah. I have to help it. And I think that that kind of like that sets the tone immediately, where it's like, oh fuck, 
now now the world is going to be even more conflicted because yeah like, okay there is proof that there was a second that these are two separate beasts but now they're working together right. so fuck them whereas the scientists are like no there has to be an explanation he's just doing it because he is so nice he's not doing it because he wants yeah. to go out and kill humans the uh um, the scene where guy where where Sanda like where Sanda first shows up is like one of the most striking we've seen thus far. I I, I was like I like I was actually awestruck like the instant that that, that the shoe drops and they yeah. go no and then and, and like 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 Gyra is like dying and then the shoe drops and 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 Sanda comes in and saves him and I was like holy shit this movie's so good like that like yeah. it I don't know it's just such a huge moment. <laughs> to watch it's great yeah because the scene of uh yeah Gyra getting pummeled it's by brutal it's very much like in a yeah. previous toho movie it would it would be the last yeah scene of the movie but like it, it yeah it really tells you something that like even a horrible monster like gyra you feel really fucking bad as he's just getting like relentlessly attacked by the military it's not like with godzilla where there's just <laughs> Like Godzilla raids again, where they just like keep shooting missiles at him, and it's the same missile explosion sound effect for like it's so long minutes, and not and nothing yeah. is happening at all. There's like no progress being made. Like Gyra is getting like seriously yeah. wounded and harmed, ah, uh, and then it's like it's heartbreaking when you get to the point later when. Sanda shows up to check on him, and then he sees that he's like eaten a yeah. ton of humans. That th- that in the meantime. Yeah. And he like, yeah, he just reaches for a fucking tree and is like, yeah, what the hell, dude? You just, you betrayed my trust. I saved you, put my life on the line. I saved you. And then you, you've been doing this, this whole time. We don't eat humans. We're supposed to be. Friends yeah. The, uh, uh, that scene was really striking to me as well. It's, it's like, a uh, it's just like classic bit of like, uh, this movie is so good. It's like it's it's both like a great like 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 tale of like folklore and stuff like it really does feel like folklore, but it also does feel like a very foundational uh mm-hmm. kind of sci-fi thing and stuff like it it just feels so elemental and that scene of of like sand of Sanda like yeah. realizing uh uh that Gyra has like killed all those like kids. And so they were young. Like they make a point of talking about how young those kids are. And so they're just yeah. like, and, and like, Oh, it's just a bunch of teenagers like chilling out in the woods and everything. And then they see Gyra and they have to split. Um, and th- that realization of, of, of horror. And so it's like genuinely horrifying. It's like, fuck man. It's not, like, it's a bit different too than your yeah. usual monster fair because when when Gyra does it, it's different than your usual monster. Because when Gyra does it, it's with intention. He actually wants to kill these humans, and so it's mm. not a byproduct of them existing, like with a lot of these monsters. Uh, or you know, like uh, uh, so it kind of harkens back to the original Godzilla. But even then, it, it's not like Godzilla was targeting people. Whereas Gyra is like almost more like a slasher yeah. villain in a way. Uh, obviously sympathetic in some way because like mm. it's not he doesn't think he, he's not like this for no reason you know like th- there's definitely like uh uh it, it, it's a yeah. perfect like like uh uh explosion of all these different things going on uh that that t- uh that trends toward this uh but yeah oh no it's it's just so much more horrifying like whenever guy was doing it and stuff like it, it's uh uh it's really affecting yeah i will say that uh you know the the film takes kind of a like nature or not yeah okay, it takes a sure. nurture over nature stance because both creatures are the same like they specifically say they yeah. aren't brothers they are the same creature they just grew up in two wildly different scenarios so you have one that spent his life as a creature underneath the cold sea eating fish and plankton and things like that. And like, you know, when it rises to the surface, it's, it's scared of the light because it hurts its eyes and it's doesn't understand humanity or human culture. Whereas one was raised kindly by humans 
and had forged a friendship with many humans. So even when it like left, it outgrew humanity and left, it still had yeah. that fondness and still had that gentleness instilled in it. Uh, whereas when Gyra first comes to the surface, it's, you know, it attacks this boat right. and kills the people on the boat. But then when it comes to the surface, right. it's just greeted by violence and constant, like, just getting attacked and this this uh, constant threat of death. And it's just a desperate animal that's just hoping for any type of respite. Whereas Gyra is something who grew up with a loving life and is right. like living peacefully in the mountains and now has to confront the fact that the only thing that's like it is this thing that like lived a completely different life. So even if they are the same, they cannot yeah. possibly relate to each other uh, because of that. And Gyra, you know, at the end of the movie, he's like flailing and like ravenous right. and like a rabid animal. And Sanda is like, is like brought tears to my eyes. Yeah. He's just trying yeah. to calm him down. Cause like, even after everything, he's like, you don't deserve, we don't deserve to die. You don't need to die. Right. This does, we can go our separate ways peacefully. This doesn't need to be this way. And Gyra just doesn't right. know anything else, unfortunately. So it's like, it's horrible. You feel really sad for him, even after all of the yeah. things that he's done throughout the movie. So, you know, th again, that's kind of why I love stories like this, where it's like, you know, sometimes that like, sometimes like, uh, fighting is kind of the only answer to like beat this thing. That's like destroying everything. Like sometimes you cannot get through to something like that because they just, right. they're not, they just lived a totally different life. Even if you're the same species or the same like literal creature, like he just lived such an opposite life to him that he just, he's just doing yeah. what he thinks is natural and gets nothing but like grief for it. And then, you know, has to can, has to confront this guy who has, you know, lived a life where he got to have comfort. That's kind of like the that's kind of the beauty of this as a uh, as a uh, as a Frankenstein adaptation. Right. Is is mm -hmm. that uh, uh, they both embody two different sides of of Frankenstein like uh sonda is frankenstein as he actually is and gyra is frankenstein as he is he is uh perceived by other people like both mm. are sort of true things right right like that like they're both they both are frankenstein uh but it's it's just uh i don't know it's, it's just this like this difference in this kind of uh, uh, this lack of nuance that that people have that that really just makes it so uh, uh, that makes just the movie just so distraught. It's so sad, like especially because the because the movie yeah. opens up like it's not just a total tragedy. The movie opens up like towards the end when it's leading into the final battle. It opens up the possibility of them saving Sonda where they're just like, no, look, like we can get this all worked out. We can reason with people you just got to prove things and stuff but like they just can't like for whatever reason they just cannot get through to anyone because no one's willing to like see it uh 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 once they've decided mm -hmm. uh uh what you know once they've decided to to kill the monsters and stuff that that's it's it's all they can do to keep the peace i guess with people so, like that's the thing is like like uh the movie isn't really uh, the movie is is pretty critical of 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 institutions like the military and like the press and stuff, but uh, yeah. it's also not exactly like you can't exactly blame them, you know, uh, uh, for 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 kind of just being this way. They yeah. don't know, right? Like they they don't know, uh, because uh, they didn't have the experience with with Sonda. They they just couldn't ever know. Uh, I don't know. It's it's, it's just such a perfect tragedy. Like like. Gargantua is a, such like a such a fantastic uh piece of work and uh uh it is it is such a high watermark for this for this fucking podcast it's nuts uh yeah i don't know i yeah. i i i'm 
I'm almost at a loss talking about how good it is because I feel like I'm talking in circles almost. Uh, do do we think we've yeah. we've reached uh to the like where we can talk about like just like the ending or or is there other stuff you want to hit? Uh, I think I think that that basically covers everything for the the main yeah. thematic thrust that I really wanted to drive it in. Like why it's so affecting to me right. personally is that is that tragedy the deep tragedy of like the misunderstood yeah. monster and like or even just the tragedy of gyra because i think of him as exactly a, a tragic yeah. figure as well that it's a monster that was not given the chance to live this life where he would have flourished uh because he was just immediately misunderstood which is why i think people loved way the way that godzilla would turn out throughout the rest of the showa era was that people even after all of godzilla's attacks they did eventually give him the benefit of the doubt and started treating him with respect and dignity. And then he's like right. helping them, you know, At, in Godzilla versus sea monster, Ebira, um, that movie has the people being just like at first scared of Godzilla, but then they like put their faith in him much quicker and more like easily than they did in Ghidorah, the three headed monster, which I think is like, you know the beginning of this kind of trend um and you know i fucking right. love that movie too for that same reason and like they are happy when godzilla lives at the end of that movie and they see him as somebody who is going to continue to do good because they saw past his faults and which were admittedly pretty big because yeah. he destroyed a bunch of cities um and then they they gave him a chance to redeem himself, and then you know he got that. So he became like he understood the value of humanity and human life, and wanted to protect them. And you know, Sanda understands that, but Gaira cannot yeah. understand that. So it's just really sad when he's when they're fighting because it doesn't. It's not like sanda's like i'm gonna <laughs> the fuck out of you at the end he's like yeah. really trying he's really trying to like talk down in a way that only a giant hairy monster can this other giant yeah. hairy monster and uh yeah it's just a really up close and you know to finish up it's like an up close and personal fight when it finally breaks out they are like knocking each other into buildings they're like a little bit smaller than a usual monster so they can like they are hit into like the base of a building and then it like folds yeah. into them. And like, it's just so, so much of this is happening and it looks so fucking painful uh, more so than like Godzilla, who's this big old yeah. fucking scaled dude. So it's like, okay, well if he can get hit by a missile and be fine, you know, if he falls into a building, he's probably. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So that, that's, that's that on that, you know, so yeah, let's talk about the ending. Yeah, the uh 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 so so like uh one last thing about the about the fight is that it's just uh, and I know we've been kind of talking about this <laughs> no, it's good. a we... few times, but but I I just uh I, I just love that uh Sonda like he's doing the motion to like stop and stuff. He keeps going like no and stuff and shaking his head and kind of moving his hands. I don't know again, like for this movie, like, uh, it's really cool how this deep into the monster stuff that Toho's been doing, the they're still able to find something so refreshing to do with a monster suit because mm. it's just so like it's almost like novel, just seeing a monster kind of like motion and like actually communicate in like a very like human way. Yeah. To just stop, like, please stop, you know. Whereas gyra is more like a monster kind of just thrashing around and stuff and screaming and stuff like oh no it's, it's great it's just a, such a haunting amazing scene uh the fight uh so yeah we, we can get into the ending very basically you know you have the the fake out that you're talking about or like the, the false hope at the end of the tunnel that was a uh, put of right. like um they're like okay well sanda and gyra they're fighting out to sea nobody's seen them so we don't like who knows like we don't know if they've won and then uh the scientist lady whose name is leaving me uh is <laughs> is like well yeah you know as long as like we need to find a way to get sanda you know we need a way to save him and then all of the 
The military is like bombing the shit out of them, but it's not really doing anything. They're just continuing their tussle in the sea. And then uh, in, in very similarly to the previous movie, gigantic crater opens up fucking magma comes out and just consumes them. Um, and it's just, yeah, they are both dead gone. You know, they both, they both died during this fight. Yeah. Uh, that a fight that didn't need to happen, a fight that didn't need to like, you know, involve both of these people. And, and, and at the very least, Sonda did not need to die during all of this. Very similar to Frankenstein, who was right, you know, in the core of the earth and is burning horribly <laughs> currently. Uh, uh, <laughs> right. And, you know, it's it's just like. It's another kind of a classic down note to end it on, very similar to like Rodan. Um, right. Like it's, you immediately feel like horrible about the death of these monsters. E- even, yeah. Like at that whole point, you felt like, oh man, Gyra, he needs to go down. But you still just feel bad that like they both had to die. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't any other way this could have gone down, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's just powerful and uh, 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 and all it's powerful, but also like I don't know, just like fucking like biblical. Like again, it's like there's such like a folklore to it. There's it's so it's so like uh, it feels like again like elemental to like culture mm-hmm. like it's one of those like kind of works and stuff and it, I don't know, it kind of it kind of cements that feeling with like the only way like they both have to die which sucks but it but it's not but but they're also so beyond us that we couldn't have done anything and stuff like we almost did you know we got a scratch in the armor with uh with the maser tank and stuff with the the military but but it, it had to be the earth yeah you know that killed them like it had to be this uh so so it kind of gets across this like larger than life feeling which is uh uh really interesting to me that they that they use that mm-hmm. both times just like which is kind of why uh i i, I do feel that like gargantuas is almost like a pseudo like not like a remake but yeah. like again like an alternate universe take on conquers the world so i'll say it's it's very thematically appropriate that it's the the ocean and the sea that makes yes oh yeah Gyra yeah. is the ocean and Sanda is the mountains right so having a thing from the sea that is a mountain you know the earth and the sea is the thing that defeats them and right like makes them succumb so they return to whence they came basically yeah pretty uh, much it is very it is very biblical ashes to ashes kind of thing yeah um and uh i am no i'm not ashamed to make a biblical comparison in this movie nikki already did it with ultraman so i think all bets are off now, so. <laughs> I, I and i agree with them about yeah, that so, i i I, I was raised baptist so uh so <laughs> and, and subaraya is a converted catholic so 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 all the bible shit yeah. fucking it, hey look like it, it's just gonna come up all right i see it in everything yeah. unfortunately uh <laughs> but uh but yeah i think that 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 should just about cover it uh i'm so glad we finally get to talk about this movie this movie has been again like we said at the beginning it's been a movie we've been so excited to talk about since the beginning since we started uh so it kind of just feels like a big deal to mark this one off and finally be like yep we've done it that this is this is one Mm. and we've got this one in the books so yeah i don't know discuss all monsters man (laughs) i'm happy we're doing this i'm happy (laughs) we got this far you know yeah, definitely. It's been extremely good. You know, we're almost 20 episodes in. God. You know, yeah. we've done this. We've been doing this for a while. It's been, uh, you know, about two years at the point that this episode will have come out. Yeah. So uh, it's been it's been a long time and we have like in, we've enjoyed it. And there's been some bumps along the way. But like, you know, I absolutely love this movie. I love talking about this movie. Yeah. I'm glad we got so much out of this movie mutually um and it's not the last of the truly great showa movies 
there is a few more. Uh, yeah, that I yeah. Think are, There's like, one in a couple very, of movies that's good. gonna be uh, that's gonna be a fucking legendary episode. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Yeah, the there's gonna be a three hour episode <laughs> on a certain movie that's in a couple episodes. Um. <laughs> when we fall so short of that like, three hour mark, it's gonna be so funny. Yeah, we're like we talk about it for thirty minutes, <laughs> and we're like, "All right, well, okay, that's about all I could talk about." Minya, so let's, <laughs> let's just move on. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm, I'm so I'm basically I'm not saying that like this is the last good Showa movie, but it's kind of the last like epic classic Showa movie because later ones that I think are very good. Uh, like Hedora, right? The Smog Monster, and like uh, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, and Terror of Mechagodzilla. I think those are all very good movies, but they are good for what they are, or like they do some interesting, weird stuff. Yeah, Whereas this is like you said. This feels so like foundational to Tokusatsu going forward. Yeah, you know, we would not have like Pigmon. Without this. Hell no, we wouldn't. So <laughs> hell no, we wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we we wouldn't have the episode of uh, Zhu Ranger with like the monster that's just sad that its eggs were eaten. Yeah, and then like gets you know <laughs> turned into a, a Dora yeah. monster by Bondora, and then like has to get tragically killed. Yeah, or or the other episode of Zhu Ranger with the actual Frankenstein monster in it that turns to a horror vying like in like <laughs> Keita Memia abomination. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Uh, yeah, that's uh man, I love Zhu Ranger. So yeah. why it why how about we let them know where they where they okay, can find well. us, man. I'm Wyatt, Wyatt Phillips. You can find me at twitter.com slash wasbranger. That's W-A-Z-P Ranger. I post a lot of stream of consciousness stuff. Nothing huge, but I'll post, like if there's an update to the podcast, I'll post on that. And you can follow our podcast page at uh, uh, Explode When Defeated Pod or EWD Podcasts, you know. Um, And you can get updates on our podcast there. Uh, for me though, like mostly I'm just going to be posting about my video stuff, videos I post on my YouTube channel, which is, it's only magic. I make videos about cartoons, sometimes occasionally anime. Uh, and I have a lot of fun with it, even though I don't do it as much as I used to do it, but you know, it is still a lot of fun to crank out a fucking script and just bang one out and then be done with that whole thing uh and it's fun to talk about cartoons because i feel like though the youtube is not hurting for cartoon content you know but like i feel like a lot of cartoon content are just kind of like stock reviews and those are fine and i like to hear what people's individual opinions are but um i kind of like to put a little something something a little like i put a piece of my flesh into every video you know you get something that could only of course ever yeah. come from wyatt in a weirdly specific way so if you want to learn even more weirdly specific things about my life check that channel out nikki where can we find you hey uh so you can you can follow me on twitter at anti underscore laser uh it should be the uh, profile picture of pigmon that you see there yeah. uh uh it is it has been my profile picture for a very long time and i don't think it will change it's too it's uh it, it has been too like seared into my public image that i think it's just gonna have <laughs> to stay forever um uh other than that you know uh i used to do uh video essays like why uh on uh on tv tokusatsu on uh uh, explode when defeated uh, on YouTube. A lot of those videos should still be up. So if you want to enjoy those, then you totally can. Uh, some of those videos might be down though. And at the moment, I don't have any plans of putting them back up. Uh, I quit because YouTube is horrible uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as a platform. And and I got and I got like it, it's just it, it just was not good for my health to continue. No. But uh, uh, there may be a chance that, uh, I'll put some, put some of those, uh, back up on Patreon at some point. I'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Get it like a Vimeo account that you have to pay for those. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't want to fucking pay for a video account. Are you kidding me? Anyway, uh, but, uh, uh, but 
I just mentioned the Patreon, and uh, that is a thing you can go to right now, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, uh, which has a bunch of content on there that that is going to be exclusive for you, and it's 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 an ever expanding catalog yes. of of exclusive content. Uh, for a single dollar, uh, you will get uh, you will get uh, access to an off-topic podcast that. Uh, is hosted by Wyatt and myself, where we talk about literally anything in a show called Shit Shooters. Uh, it's a fantastic name, yep. and uh, uh, the uh, uh, <laughs> and then um, for five dollars you get that as well as bonus podcasts that we'll be putting up in. We're gonna try for every off week when Discuss All Monsters isn't updated, though I'm not gonna hold ourselves to that where we're where we're gonna be like killing ourselves to make content yeah. or whatever. It's not I mean, that serious, but look. Yeah. At the point that you're listening to this, you already know. So like you already know if we've achieved yeah. that goal or not. Yeah. But uh so whatever. But but we should have mini series like uh we have one that's gonna be going for the original Common Writer series from nineteen seventy one, since that is uh available yep. on uh some streaming platforms, and we've got one on uh, uh some of the Michael Bay Transformers movies <laughs> that's gonna be pretty funny. Yes, that that's that that's helmed by me and my good friend Cody Briscoe. Right. Uh, we talk. We it's called Robots in Disgust. Oh, yeah. Uh, because yeah, and, and it is a good time. We should have a couple of those up already. Uh, they are not on any schedule. They will just be up whenever. Yeah. <laughs> because Cody and I can only record very infrequently, so there should be at least two, if not three, up by yeah. this point. But at least and two. and all this stuff is all stuff you can only get on Patreon. Uh, the off-topic podcast is very kind of loose and stuff, so it's kind of it's kind of lightly edited. Whereas the other bonus content and everything is actually going to be more edited and more kind of focused and stuff. We'll have a, like a, a, every now and then, whatever me and Wyatt do, like play a game that we both are super into and stuff. We'll probably do like a spoiler cast. Like we've got a bunch of ideas that we do on there and those things that are kind of more edited that's the stuff we're asking five dollars for uh and also if you are rich uh and want to offload some money you can give us one thousand dollars a month and i will call you boss hog uh you will not get anything other than that but i will i will call you boss like we'll we'll like end episodes and be like and thanks to our boss hog and then we'll say your name uh so everyone knows how rich you are um, but that's it. Yeah. It's definitely more for me and not and less for you. But you're rich, so like that's fine, right? Like, like you can lose a thousand bucks, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, I'm in a couple bands. I have a heavy band uh, called Pedalfold and a more experiment experimental band called Bit Burned In. Uh, and you can find both of those at popspirit.bandcamp.com, uh, which is the label I'm under with my good friends. And yeah, I think that should just about cover it. So yeah, the uh, uh, what 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 are we watching next time, Wyatt? Well, <laughs> next time we're gonna finally end this psychotic, escalating ladder of weird movies that are connected to Frankenstein and King Kong and Godzilla with the classic movie King Kong Escapes. So we are going to escape this podcast now. But if you want to watch that movie before we get to it check that one out it's gonna be a good one i promise you all right take care